Welcome to our podcast in where we will be talking about life and all its flavors and we hope to make ripples with words. And for today, we are joined by cosplayer, singer, host, and streamer, Cholo Tolentino. Hi, Cholo! Hey, I, it's, it's nice hearing your voice again, man. It's been a while. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. I mean, there's a lot of things that happened and wow! Yeah. Thank you for thank you for accepting. Thank you for accepting to share your story with us. I mean, I I, I can just see how busy you are with your stories and uh, with all your social media accounts. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's my pleasure. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. <laughs> all right. So, is it okay if we begin with the topic? I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think we really gelled together or really met when when uh, when I was able to join your music video for your latest single, yeah. Killer, Killer, if I'm correct, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, thanks for being a part of it, man. <laughs> yeah. So for those who's listening right now, check that out. Listen to that. Killer, Killer. And then... You're also a cosplayer. You also do hosting for events. And right now, you're doing successfully also on game streaming. Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's uh, something I was really into before. But I never really had the time to do it because I was really busy with work. But now with the whole quarantine and the whole pandemic you know, looming over us, I have a lot of free time. So I was able to really pursue it for the past couple of months. I love that. I love that. I mean... These challenging times have brought us to a lot of our creativity really sparked. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> really went out there. Well, uh, so let me ask you, what came first? Was it Cholo the singer, Cholo the host, the cosplayer? Or did you stream first before you... Oh, all right. Um, well, it actually all started back when I was in high school. I was actually a singer first. Um, all right. So I was always somebody who always wanted to really set himself apart from from other people. So back when I was in high school and even a little bit uh, late grade school, I was into really making music, a uh, different type of music that is, um, than, uh, than my peers because usually for high school, grade school, the type of music people get to produce it's usually acoustic or rock which i love yeah. i love rock music and uh, acoustic music but there were just uh, no, there were a lot of bands out there and i wanted to yeah. really set myself apart so back in first year high school i wow this is first year high school yeah i started uh, producing music um electronic music actually uh wow. pop r&b and um i was fortunate enough to even have performed in uh, GMA uh, for a show called Walang Tulogan. So I was able to... Wow. Yeah, back in first year. But the thing is, I wasn't able to super pursue it because, you know, new to high school, I had to, yeah. I had to focus on my studies and stuff. But I never stopped making music, though. Yes. And so through the years, wow. through high school, I would honestly focus on um, making music, trying to improve whatever songs that I um, can create, the genre that I was trying to delve into... And I was really happy because I was getting a lot of traction on SoundCloud, yes. 
on older older platforms like Multiply, <laughs> um, Bandcamp, stuff like that, Reverb Nation. Yeah. It was really cool because people appreciated that I was actually different from other musicians. So as early as then, I joined the um, dance team. I actually joined the Ateneo dance team, uh, high school dance team, which was yeah. in Duck. And that's where I... The more I, I fell in love with pop music, with R and B music, with hip hop music, even more because you know it's something that I could dance to, and it's something that I started incorporating into my performances. Um, I was in the dance team for a year, and um, straight after that, uh, straight after that, I I jumped straight into the uh, music industry org on my last year of high school so that was uh, yeah and it was there that I actually started hosting stuff <laughs> so uh, that's also where I started falling in love with being able to take command of the event and really like yeah. speak with the audience in a way so we had the Ateneo Fair we had uh, basically the showcase of our musical talents our bands and stuff on stage and I hosted that event alongside one of my good friends and it's something that I really I don't know. I, I fell in love with it, really. I, I just kept going and going at it until I got to college. And um, I ended up taking up the course music slash business management. So, yeah, it's, a, it's one course, music business management, basically. And, um, well, I just fell in love with the entertainment industry as a whole even more. Because yes. not only did I learn... Uh, more about being a performer, but I also learned how to become a better um, organizer, better host, uh, someone who can manage other talents, not just myself, um, how to produce events, how to create um, basically special moments for other people, not just as the host or the performer, but someone behind the scenes. Yeah. So... Um, when I was in college, that's when, that's when it really, you know, everything started happening at the same time, because in college during my college years, I started hosting a couple of the, of the school events, um, like uh, the freshman night and stuff like that. Uh, I was in a course that that focused on, um, on entertainment, so we would have these mini events for thesis or not even just thesis, but like spoken word nights, and I would also host those alongside my friends. And at some point in college, that's when, you know, I always had the fascination with performing on stage, as you know, with music, yeah. right? Yeah. So a friend of mine, um, uh, Juice Retilia, he actually found this group, uh, a local group called uh, Fight Saber Philippines. And at the time, it wasn't, I, I wasn't familiar or I wasn't in yeah. the cosplay industry yet. But when I heard about this group, I saw, it was so fun because I was a big 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 Star Wars fan so when I saw that they would do stage performances doing choreography basically on stage doing lightsaber choreography acting basically it was like theater I just had to audition so I did and I got in and you know it was crazy because um, one of my first ever performances was actually in Asia Pop Comic Con so it was a huge event it was a a huge event in the main stage on the main stage and you know I also performed for bigger brands like um, and this was during college I performed for um, 
Globe I performed because Globe had a partnership with Star Wars at the time so it was so cool that I really put myself out wow. there in a way that I wasn't as confident as you know like singing or hosting so I guess you could say I was able to expand my horizons a little bit more thanks to cosplay and that's beautiful man yeah and could, could we hold on to that thought about cos- cosplay first and go back to singing when you were In first year high school, yeah. when you went for Walang Tulugan, you told me that there was a need for you to set yourself apart. There need to be different. I mean, everyone was acoustic. Everyone was... I mean, I could imagine high school. That was really what was popular. Yeah. They grab a guitar, they do an acoustic, they get a group of four, barkada, they make a band. Mm-hmm. That's usually the setup there. Yeah. I want to know what was the influence or what influenced you to do electronic. Okay. Um what influenced me? It's so funny because I'm probably you guys are probably going to be laughing about the, you know, like the bands that I will that I'm going to mention because some of them are a bit <laughs> dated, but like um I've always had the fascination with 90s music with new wave because that's the stuff my wow. my parents would always play in the car and I always wondered, wow, that's so amazing. Um, how do they make those sounds? Um, wow. Way before I even started with like um, electronic music, I actually learned how to play the guitar. And I had a drum set, and I tried to learn the piano. So all of these little yeah. instruments. But I could never really get that sound that I wanted. And it's only when I started like, you know, diving deeper into like the whole retro music, 80s, yeah. 90s stuff. That I realized, whoa, okay, synthesizers. That's cool. Nobody uses synthesizers. Everyone's using a guitar. Maybe I should try something like that. And then there are bands that actually mix the two. Like one of my best, you know, top favorite bands ever was Panic at the Disco. And at the yeah. time, their first album or the first, uh, well, worldwide released album, I think, was um, a fever you can't sweat out. And they would do something like baroque rock where they would play with instruments like rock and you know like guitar um, drums but then they would always mix it up with some synthesizers and that was something I really fell in love with it's something I want to replicate for myself but then I also started listening to you know okay here are the medjo uh, like Ba- the bands I mentioned that you might laugh about because like I started listening to bands like The Click Five and Metro Station that were more on like you know it made me, it made me fall in love with the whole concept of using synthesizers even more so I really wanted to set myself apart talaga because of those bands like wow Th- thank you for that man how was it how was it uh, how was it accepted the first time you did it Well, at first, people couldn't believe that it was me <laughs> because um, I was uh, I was a kid and like no one could believe yeah. that. Oh, you make this music? Do you have a recording studio? Yeah. And I just literally say, Oh, I use a laptop. I I make this music at home in my room, <laughs> and they wouldn't believe it at first because you know for someone so young and yeah. producing music already as early as then. I mean, given that I listen to it now and it's kind of like, oh, what is this music? <laughs> But, you know, like for other people, it's like, wow, you actually created something, you recorded something. Wherein a lot of the performances, uh, a lot of the bands or the performers at the time, like first year high school and stuff, they would just do live performances and bar gigs and stuff. Not many of them would have actual studio, quote-unquote studio recordings at the time. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. 
I mean, everybody would be trying to do gigs that would bring them out, and they w- didn't really focus on making an output out of it. Yeah, not well, not yet, or they didn't have the means. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, I mean, wow. Thank you for sharing that. Now and then, now fast forward. You've done events during college, and you were invited to, as you said, lightsaber Philippines, and then you were able to do big events, big gigs, and. So this is this was how you were exposed to cosplay. Yeah, um, it was really cool. Actually, it's uh, let me correct you. It's fight saber. So like fight. Fight saber, sorry. Fight saber. Yeah. Yes. So like um. Fight saber. Yeah, fight saber. So it was cool because I really got exposed hard to the industry, to the to the whole to the community. Basically, it's it's less of an industry, more of a community because fight saber was actually a group that was acknowledged by um. Lucas Films itself. Wow. Yeah, so um, it was cool because we would do stuff for official Lucas Films um, events, like premieres. I got to watch the movie like two weeks earlier, and it was really cool. And I just I performed in front of executives. Not just that, but um, just so you know, I'm not sure if you're a Star Wars fan, but in Episode Two, um, Battle of Geonosis, there was a bunch of Jedi there. There were a couple of Filipino Jedi. Like actual What? Filipinos that were there, and they, because they knew our niece, they knew and Jedi uh, martial arts, or you know how they yeah. use the lightsaber. It's based off some like our niece and stuff. There's lots of different fighting styles, so they had Filipinos come in, and you know we had the Filipino Jedi who was a member of the same group. I got to meet him. He got to tell me about his experiences as a part of the movie. Wow! And it really inspired me. Like, wow! So who knew that? You know, loving or being passionate about stuff like you know Star Wars, geeky stuff basically <laughs> could really get you somewhere. Like, could really you know yeah. uh, thrust you enough, hard enough, farther away, more than than you could you could ever imagine. Just you know, like just dressing up, it could actually bring yeah. you somewhere. So the likes of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Like, so it really inspired me being a part of that group. These passionate people. Some of them. What inspired me about it all was these people. There, there were parents. There were, you know, business owners. They were older people. I was one of the younger people in the group. Actually, there were, oh, really? yeah, there were people with kids, and they were so passionate about Star Wars, so much so that they would go out of their comfort zone, and they would go on stage and perform. And you know, knowing that these people are like professionals, some of them were doctors, some of them were veter- veterinarians, some of them were like. Um, high higher ups in the companies that they were work, working in, and they weren't in the theater industry at all, but they were wow. really putting themselves out there because they were so passionate and they were so, you know, like they loved Star Wars and what it did for them. And what they would tell me is, it's like their way of giving back to something that had such a big impact in their lives. So, yeah, um, just seeing them and you know me being a performer to begin with, it really made me want to like. If they could step out of their comfort zone, I would do something. You know, I would do the same. I would try something new, and yeah, that's what really propelled me into stage performances, um, learning fight saber, lightsaber, lightsaber choreography, performing it on stage, and putting on a costume and basically being in character for hours on end, and seeing the smiles on all the people's faces when they would meet me, get to know me. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, just seeing them like get out of their comfort zones, um, it was incredible because these people they had no theater background. Some of them, most of them, nearly all of them had no theater background. 
but you know being industry professionals in their own fields they were able to like get out of that and like go on stage and dress up as these aliens and uh, Jedi, these Sith. And they were so confident. They lost themselves in the performances. They lost themselves in the in the heat of the moment of the, you know, the, the lights of the stage. They, they really enjoyed themselves. And seeing that, being a performer myself at the time, I really wanted to, you know, there was something this could give me, something it could, um, you know, it could help me evolve as a performer. And, You know, back then, I, I used to sing and I used to host, but I never really went on stage and did basically what is theater performances. I never did like um, choreography on stage. I, I I did Taekwondo for until I was yellow belt, but I never really did like uh, martial arts. So yeah. it was, you know, getting out of my comfort zone. And it's, um, you know, they really inspired me to do that and um, get, be in costume for hours on end, meeting new people I've never met before. Being in character and you know seeing how you know how impressed and how happy they were with meeting someone who was also important to them because I'm sure to the people who were meeting me, Star Wars was also a big deal for them and they meet someone cosplaying their favorite character. Yeah, it must have been you know like I don't know a dream come true like going to Disneyland and meeting one of the characters, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it is, and to be part of it, wow. Yeah. Wow, I mean. I mean, it's so amazing that these people were not were not theater people, just like what you said. They were really professionals who were just really doing what they loved. Yeah, there were yeah. doctors, man, doctors, lawyers, um, bankers, man. It was crazy. And, and they, that, just, they just transform on stage, man. <laughs> wow. I mean, you'd imagine them to be so serious and cream and proper, and you know. Yeah. There. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, nothing would really love. Not nothing would really stop you from doing what you love. Yeah, especially when it, you know, it had this, such a big impact. Like you know how Star Wars yeah. had a big impact on our childhoods, or for for me yeah. in particular, for my childhood, it kind of it made me true. who I am now. So it's like my way of giving back, in a way. Wow. And I'm sure it was the wow. same for them. Yes. Wow. Thank you for that. And. That was Star Wars. That was, I mean, I could just feel the passion, the, the the way you said it. And then you went all for it. You went straight to cosplay too. Yeah. Um. So after I really the art. Yeah. Um. After I really sank my feet into the whole performing <laughs> and being in character, I wanted to like do more than just just Star Wars because, you know how they say that what makes up a person is their memories and the experiences yeah. that they went through. The same goes with the shows and the games and the the movies that you went through your entire life, right? So yes, yes. it's not just Star Wars that really made me who I was. There were games that really taught me about friendship and the importance of trust and hard work, right? And yes. you know, there were shows that showed that as well. So actually, I started cosplaying anime because of a show called Boku no Hero and or My Hero Academia and I started yeah. cosplaying Deku and it's because Deku is so hard working see um, oh, wow. if you're not familiar with the show it's basically uh, a, a kid who, who's born without a special power and the rest of the world let's say they have special powers or majority of the world have special powers like the X-Men or something and okay. um, he has no power and then he grows up his whole life without power but always looking up to these heroes and then he gets this opportunity to 
to get the power, but there are repercussions to it because he didn't like he did not grow up with the power, so his body isn't really used to it, right? Yes, so yes, yes. Whenever he would use his like, you know, super strength, he would break an arm, break a finger, break his leg, or something like that. Um, that did not stop him from that did not stop him from pursuing what he wanted to be, and that was to become a hero. I won't say too much about the anime because I don't want to spoil it for those who oh, haven't heard about it. Course, of course. Yeah, but he would work hard, and he started late. So it's something I learned. Like it's never wow. really too late to get into something that you always wanted to try. Because you know, I know so many cosplayers who've been starting, who started cosplaying at age 13 when they were young, when they were kids. They used to go to cons, uh, 15 stuff like that. But I started, quote unquote, started cosplaying um, relatively late. But and at first I was afraid because I'm not sure if the of if the community would be so welcome to. Me getting into it or stuff, but when I when I decided to jump right in, it was a beautiful community and they were so welcoming and so supportive. And yeah, seeing Deku, the character I mentioned a while ago, he started yes. late. It it should never really stop you thinking that you started late, because as long as you're passionate and you really want to achieve what you want to achieve, then nothing can really stop you from doing that. As long as you keep working hard, and you know, wow. stay inspired, and like I said, I love cosplaying these these things or these uh, from uh, stuff from shows that really inspired me, and I couldn't help but cosplay Deku. <laughs> That's why he was really an important character to me uh, when I started cosplaying like the other stuff other than Star Wars. Wow! Yeah. So from Deku, it all started. Yep. It all went. Wow! Wow! Thank you for sharing. I love how you said that. Because of that show, also that you realize that it's never really too late to start. I mean, it reflects even in fight sabers. I mean, it's the group of people that you were able to tell us about that these were family men, these were professionals, and they were still in it. They were still doing what they love. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Like some of them have a lot of kids already. Some of them are honestly like seniors, and they're still doing this because they love Star Wars. Yeah, it was wow. really cool. Wow. Now, is it okay if I ask you how was how was the family reaction? How was the people around you reacting? I'm assuming that when you went to the cosplay world. Oh uh, well, I've oh, I'm fortunate that I've always had such um, supportive family around me. Uh, my brother would also sometimes, and sometimes he still does. He would um, cosplay with me. That's fun. Yeah, and That's then, uh, and then my mom, my dad, naman, uh, he's a uh, he DJs, and he's also someone who believes in um, it's never too late because you know he started DJing at like age forty plus or fifty. Oh wow! Yeah, so he's like always been supportive. He's always been supportive ever since I was young. He he gave me my first microphone. Um, he gave me a lot of the equipment I used for recording music at the very start. Yes. Yeah, so. He's been supportive, and then my mom, naman, she is. She was a cheerleader. She was a. She used to play. <laughs> she used to tell me like, oh, she always she was special back then because she played an instrument nobody else played, which was the banduria. I don't know oh, if you know. Wow. I, I haven't heard of that. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. She 
she also set herself apart and she was also in the theater guild and uh, in the choir oh, wow. back when she was in college and in high school so uh, she was always supportive and she is always until now super supportive you can see her sometimes dropping by in some of my streams and stuff yeah. saying hi yeah so yeah. my family you read your stories yeah my family was always so um supportive yeah even like the like my lola my all my other ninangs ninongs my aunts and stuff like they were always so supportive they always want to root for me they watch my shows they would watch my live performances they would go to the events so thankfully around my family and my the people closest to me i never felt a sense of discouragement or anything like that wow wow thank you for sharing that man i mean it's just a place of love and yeah. I, i'm thankful to hear it i'm thankful to hear it now is it okay if we go to your process of choosing a character to cosplay i mean listening to you on how you talk about deku so the character role and how the character contributes mm-hmm. all right so gives you yeah con- Yeah. They, so please. They actually I actually choose um based on uh stuff like how much impact it had on me. And you know, if the character had impact on me, I'm sure it had impact on other people as well. So another for example, another character that really spoke to me back when I was younger when I would play games is a character from Kingdom Hearts. So if you don't know um Kingdom Hearts is a partnership with uh, between Square Enix yes. and Disney. So Square Enix makes Final Fantasy. So think of it like Final Fantasy plus Disney. So Okay. Yeah, so they would teach you things like friendship and um how important it is to trust certain people and how to work hard to to like, you know, help other people also and You know, meeting new people is always going to be a treat because there's so much they can you can learn from them, right? Yes. Um so the characters in Kingdom Hearts they travel to different Disney worlds and they learn different things from people like Winnie the Pooh, from Cinderella, you know, the importance of friendship, yeah. the importance oh, of wow. of you know, all the all the lessons that you know, the yeah. values that you learn from Disney shows like you interact and you you intertwine yourself in their stories like You become a part of Little Mermaid and stuff like that. So one of the first characters I cosplayed in sense of uh, games was um, Roxas from from Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. And I love oh. Roxas because he's someone who always holds his friends so dear that even when even when he loses all his memories. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry about that. But, <laughs> like he loses all his memories. He's oh, he feels this resonating thing in his heart where he knows that someone is important to them, and he won't stop until he finds out just why this person is this person is uh important to him, right? And yes. he, he also knows his priorities. He knows when to uh when it's when he has to give up something for somebody else. I won't say anything about that. I don't <laughs> want to spoil, but he knows when. Uh, he knows when someone has to take the stage. He knows when it's somebody else's turn, so he knows how to baton pass basically to somebody else. Yeah. And oh, it's, wow. it goes the same like um, as Star Wars. That it had a big impact on me growing up. Um, it helped me realize the importance of friends and stuff like that, and turned me into the kind of person that I am now. Same goes with the other characters I cosplay, which um, usually I, I was a heavy gamer when I was young. <laughs> and until now so it never really changed so i was i'm always <laughs> always have been and will always be a heavy gamer and a lot of the cosplays that i have are less from anime and actually more from games all um, right 
Because the difference oh, wow. between anime and games is games are like for me they're more immersive. Yes. But you put yourself in the game. You put yourself in the shoes of the character rather than just watching a story unfold. You make the decisions. So you can see that the cosplays I've done like Joker from Persona 5 and Yes. Yeah, um also like Persona 5 it taught me stuff like there are always going to be social injustices and justices in general where things life is just not fair but you know if you really feel so strongly about your sense of justice if you feel so strongly about um what you believe is right for other people or for yourself or or society you will fight for it and you know uh that's the reason I started cosplaying Joker and yeah um basically the process goes How important is the character to me? What kind of impact did this character have in my life? And you know, I also think how did this character impact other people's lives, right? Wow. And wow. It really inspires me to be that character because when I choose a character and when I get down to it, I really work hard in making sure that the costume is beautiful. Like the, the props are amazing. I always And you do this from scratch. Not always. So For example, some of the characters that I made the costumes of. Um, uh, there's a uh, Nightwing. I love Nightwing, so he's one of the Robins. I made that character yes. from scratch, from from foam. But then there's this whole community, like they're all helping each other in the uh, cosplay community. There are people who make props, people who make costumes, and you know you're helping them out because that's their livelihood. So wow. I when when it comes to like choosing a character. Once I choose that character, and I know my limitations in terms of being able to create the cosplay prop or the costume, I always tap some of my friends and I ask them, "Hey, could you help me out with this?" And you know, it's good business for them too, so I want to support them as well because the cosplay industry isn't just people dressing up. Okay, so there are people who make art. There are people. There are photographers. There are prop makers. There are costume makers who are just as passionate as the cosplayers themselves. So it's this whole living organism of a community yes. that really just helps each other out. And yeah, so when it comes to making the cosplay, choosing a cosplay, once I choose a cosplay, I think can I make this? If I can't, yeah, I talk to my friends and um I make sure that I get the very best when it comes to making the cosplay because when I step on that stage or when I enter that event and people see me, I want them to see the character That they look up to so much, not me as a person, but rather the character, and it really, it really keeps me going. It it reminds wow. me this is why I do what I do. When uh, someone comes up to me and they say, "Oh, Joker, I love your character. I love your game. You guys are the best. I hope you can uh, steal my heart sometimes, something like that." Or they, <laughs> they ask me or if, uh, if I can help them out with something, or they want a photo, and that seeing my cosplay actually inspires them to want to cosplay themselves. Yeah. Yeah. By exactly, all means, I would exactly. love to do that. I would love to be that for them. It's just like in Fight Saber, right? When I entered yes. Fight Saber, these people inspired me. They made me get out of my comfort zone, right? And yes. I want to be able to do the same, especially to the newcomers in the cosplay industry or the cosplay community. I want them to see me and say, "Wow, how did you create such an amazing costume?" And I want to tell yeah. them, "Yo, if you need help, I'll help you out. I can't wait to see what you come up with." Which is something I always say on stream. Something I always say in person when I meet new people on uh, when I'm in cosplay. Oh wow! 
Wow, thank you for that. I mean, everything was just so inspiring, man. And you and you are correct. I mean, I love that there is so much passion that goes into the process and into the community. Uh, you're you're right. At the end of the day, it's not just dressing up. It was really giving life. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was giving life to these characters that really inspired mm-hmm. the people. Yeah, and your process of choosing how it how important it was them the character was to you, the impact to you, and its impact on ad- others was just wow. I mean, honestly, before there was, I thought it was part of a bit of a bit of fandom, and mm-hmm. and it looks cool, so I want to do it. Yeah, well, let me But share you. But there's so much depth into it. Yeah, there is. And actually, when you think about it, cosplay isn't just like you know, like there's Halloween, right? Halloween, yeah, yeah. People go in costumes. Yes, thank you, please. It's so different from that. Uh, cosplay is actually the mix of costume and play. So the play here is more of acting. Being in a costume oh, wow. is very different from just uh, being just in a costume is different from cosplaying because when you're cosplaying, it's kind of understood that you are in character. So, um, oh, wow. what's beautiful about cosplay is sometimes we have different um, what's the word um, outlets to express ourselves, right? Sometimes yeah. that's music, sometimes that's art, right? Sometimes that's um, um, working on a project. It could be like cooking, anything, right? For some yeah. people, it's cosplay. You see, let's say you're someone who's always been. Um, nervous or someone who's always been shy growing up, right? And yes. you see this character in a show or in a game that's incredibly confident, but you hear that that character's background also came, you know, he came from a very well-reserved uh, family, a very um, conservative family, and he was also yes. very shy. But then he grew up to become someone confident. And if that kind of character inspires you, sometimes for someone who's grown up shy. It actually, you know, they put themselves in the place of the character, especially when they cosplay, and it brings out a side of them that they didn't even know, and it wow. helps them, you know, like it helps them get out of their comfort zone. Really, just like, uh, like I mentioned a while ago, like some people yes. were never in theater, being yes. being character, being these characters, it it put them on stage, like uh, they got to be on stage in big stages and performing in front of hundreds of people, right? And yes. Like if you have a character that really inspires you, just like how they inspire me, it really it could teach you a thing or two about like I don't know like life. Yeah, about life, and uh, when you put yourself in that in the shoes of that character, you can really I don't know learn a lot about how to become that character. What does this character do to become confident? What does this character? What process does he go through in order to become brave? What journey did he have to go through in order to become courageous or fearless, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And yeah. Uh, it's like, you know, the more you cosplay a character, the more you learn how to be that character, and the more it becomes a kind of person, a part of the kind of person that you are. And that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. There's just this hanging question right, on my mind that you see. Let's say you're just in love with this character so much. In the world of cosplay, is it is making it uniquely your own okay? 
Yeah, definitely. There were so many people. Like, the community is very, very inclusive in the sense that no matter how you want to interpret that character, interpret that character, you you can. You know, there are some oh, some girls who like cosplaying guy characters because those guy characters are what inspire them, and vice versa. There are so many guy guy cosplayers that actually want to cosplay some girl characters because those characters are the ones that inspire them as well. And you know, even you know, animals like there. Like, if you want to cosplay someone like Simba because Simba yeah. is someone that inspires you, you can. And you you just make it your own, really. Um, how you want to interpret the character is entirely up to you. There are even some people who cosplay like uh, um, OC or basically original characters. Yeah. Oh really wow! Cool. So yeah. that's okay. Yeah, especially like in the community of Dungeons and Dragons. Like you know, in Dungeons and Dragons, you make your own yeah. character. If you want to become a knight, you can be a knight. You can give yourself a name, give yourself a backstory, a race, um, a gender, anything. You can be whatever you want, and you can cosplay that. You can become a troll, or you can become a, a goblin, or whatever. And it's entirely okay. And everyone's super excited to see that how you execute these new characters or how you make them your own. Wow! Thank you for sharing on how empowering. The cosplay community can be, and I'm just at awe. That, that's 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 amazing. That's <laughs> that's amazing, man. Thank you for that. I can imagine right now the way you say it. It's really a loving community. That's it really helps each other out, and that's why. Wow. Yeah, Here's and- a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? What? How's the cosplay community now in these challenging times? I mean, you can't really gather up. You can't really... Oh, yeah. Well, that's a really good question because I'm happy to say that a lot of the people in the cosplay community have been finding other outlets um, to show their creativity. Um, some of them are doing cost trials, working on stuff like their makeup, wigs. Um, well, self-improvement. A lot of people are learning how to stitch their own costumes, make their own props. And like me, um, for example, for me, the way I'm coping with this, since I can't really go out or shoot or yes. people, like um, I've been working really hard on stuff like streaming. So sometimes I would stream and cosplay. And like I mentioned, I cosplay Joker from Persona 5. When I'm playing Persona 5, I would cosplay Joker. And it feels like I'm in a con again. Like I'm in costume, I'm being in character. And people can interact with me. They can talk to me, ask me questions on the stream. So... You know, we all have our ways uh, to feel that genuine, authentic human interaction touch again. And yeah. I guess that's mine. And for other people, you know, sometimes they would... I've seen a lot of people have been doing a lot of Dungeons & Dragons sessions, like, as of late. Yeah. You know, staying connected in their groups and stuff. And a lot of people are still posting a lot of cosplay content. So that's really inspiring to see. Honestly, um, I see my friends posting these... Um, their 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 progress, their photos, their new photos that they're they're taking all of these photos within their own homes and editing on their own and wow the product is just really really beautiful and it's inspiring it makes me want to you know like work hard too and yeah. try to organize my own stuff here at home yeah <laughs> wow thank you for that thank you for that uh, here's another question what makes a good cosplay Alright, so what makes a good cosplay? Well, it's 
not everyone has the resources kasi to be able to make a like exactly. a very detailed cosplay but really the way i see it what makes a good cosplay is just how into the whole idea of cosplay you are you know like if your cosplay is a low budget cosplay stuff that you got from your closet lang versus another person who's who spent a lot of money on his cosplay but if that person who did a closet cosplay is just as passionate about their character excited and so happy to be in cosplay that's honestly a great cosplay for me already i've met so many people who've done co- closet cosplays and you know i would meet them and they would just be so happy to share about their character and why they love them and honestly those are the people that really melt my heart those are the r- people that really like that i really want to root for Yeah, wow. so what makes a good cosplay? Yeah, it's the passion that you put into it. Oh wow. Wow. That's beautiful, man. Uh, were you able to experience obstacles or some struggles? I oh. mean, your family was very supported with you. Was there a really anything that hindered you or discouraged you or maybe something that you needed to overcome? Uh well, yeah, there were moments when um of course uh you the the obstacle is really um to balance things out because i know cosplaying seems like such a fun um pastime it seems like such a fun the misunderstanding is people think that it's so easy to earn money through cosplay that it's it's a it could be a career it could be yeah. you know it could put, put bread on the table but then that's a misconception because um Yes, you can earn money from something that you're passionate about, but also remember why you cosplay. You don't cosplay because you want to earn money. You cosplay because you love the characters that you're cosplaying because yeah. it's something you're passionate about. And it should never be about trying to become famous or rich or whatever. It it's finding that balance. Because once you get too ahead of yourself and you think, "Yo, cosplay is going to be my career." and you get ahead of yourself and you throw away all you burn all your bridges and you throw away all your yes. opportunities then you're just going to have a hard time in the long run honestly like imagine imagine if you were let's say a banker and then you get into cosplay and then you're super passionate about cosplay you you leave your job and then you 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 go full cosplay and then look what happened like you know covid hit and now there's no cosplay there's no events you know we don't know when events are going to come back ever again or if they're ever exactly. going to be the same Exactly. You, know, you just lost you lost a lot of your opportunities at the stable, you know, uh, yeah. stable life. And uh that's one of the obstacles because for me, um I work in the events industry and cosplaying is technically also in a way events. It was hard for me to find the balance sometimes in the sense that scheduling and um um giving attention to let's say a cosplay versus um a certain event that I'm doing for my job stuff like that. So that was one of the obstacles but then I'm happy to say that I was able to overcome that and find the balance because remember the way to find the balance is to always remember why you started doing what you're doing, right? Wow. Of course you want to you want to stay stable. So you got to work hard in your job but also at the same time stay passionate because you know you you will honestly go insane if you have no outlet right yes exactly yes. balance is always got to be there and i mean you're you're really one of those inspiring people that proves to show that you don't have to be just one thing 
Mm-hmm. I'm glad you could be a lot and flourish about it and flourish with it and do great with it. And that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for being that person also. And and now you're into streaming. <laughs> yes. Now you're back at streaming. Yeah, and I'm you're happy. celebrating 6,000 followers. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that I, I, I got a lot of support from from basically my cosplay um, following. Um, they've been great. I mean, I have some people who from from the States who were always yes. very supportive of my of my cosplaying and now they're really supportive on my, of with my streaming you know like they would they would they they love what i'm doing so much so that they would even give me games to play on stream because they i don't know it's just i guess it's entertaining how i do yeah streams i guess <laughs> wow wow thank you for sharing everything cholo i mean listening to you And actually, just seeing your post before is it? There's really that, you know, it tickles me to. What if I try cosplay? I mean, there's just that little voice in my head. And then now listening to how loving, how supporting, and how really fun cosplay is. Wow. Yeah, man. Wow. If you ever need and help, then, yeah, hit me up, man. I will. I'll definitely will. I'll definitely will. And then how. It makes the world much, much smaller in that community. I mean, there are people who are able to perform in Hollywood. There's, like what you just said, you got people from the U.S. interacting with you. I mean, that's beautiful. Yeah, and it's uh, I, I get to connect, especially in streaming. I get to connect with all these. I, I lately I've been trying to stream in uh, during off hours, like ungodly hours, like three in the morning and stuff, because I want to yeah. see just what. Kind of people I can reach during those times, and it's I'm happy because I get to I made lots of friends in India, in Singapore, wow, yeah, in in Thailand, all of these different countries, and then they become regu- regulars on the stream. They check up on me, they message me and say like, how am I doing? When am I gonna play again? They had fun, and it's great. I get so much feedback from different cultures, from different countries, uh, people from different countries, and yeah, it's it's also been. A way to kind of uh, mesh myself into the quote unquote new normal. Yes. Because um, you know, we don't know when events are gonna come back, right? There's exactly. we don't know exactly. how soon they'll start happening, and we don't know how long the stigma against like yes. you know like events basically yes. with all these people in a single place when when that stigma is ever gonna go away. So I figured you know I miss talking to people, I miss interacting. With people, so that's why I actually got into streaming again because it feels like I'm hosting. It feels like I'm hosting wow. an event in front of people and uh, people again, and it feels a little bit more personal because they can talk to me directly, and you know, it's more intimate. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel so one-sided. I get to make wow. genuine friendships with the people I have met on stream, and I'm, I'm really thankful for that. They've actually also been looking out for me because. You know, I, I shared the story once about like how I got uh, dehydrated back when I was in high school. Oh wow! And then I told them, "Hey guys, if you ever see me not drinking any water on stream, please remind me because I don't want to get dehydrated again." And ever since I posted that one video, you know, these people on stream they've been reminding me again and again. <laughs> like there's this guy named Gilchrist on my stream. He just keeps reminding me, like, dude, don't forget to drink water. Like every couple of minutes and. You know, ever since then, I've been pretty consistently 
hydrated thanks to these people who genuinely have become my friends over the course of of you know the whole quarantine thanks to streaming wow wow that's a beautiful story man thank you for that thank you for that wow <laughs> and i mean i love how your journey when you were in first year high school of you wanted to put yourself apart that will that drive brought you into this community that is just so inclusive yeah and you know like i i'd like to think that i'm still able to set myself apart from from everybody else and make myself like special or something but yeah it all started with with that one thing i did in high school and then, you know like you know the kid me would see the new the the current me and be like wow i did not expect to turn into yeah. <laughs> whatever it is that you are now and he'd probably be proud and happy to know that um you know i ended up chasing my passions basically and you know giving back to That's the stuff beautiful. that he would probably be enjoying at the time when he was when i was younger right wow that's that's beautiful man that's beautiful i mean wow i mean uh, yeah yeah i mean if the younger you would have known that he didn't need to let go of anything right yeah and that's beautiful that's beautiful wow <laughs> uh thank you for joining us on this podcast is there anything you'd like to add oh uh, well I'll, I guess I could just invite people. Um, so yeah, yeah. So you guys can actually check out my streams. I stream nearly every day. <laughs> I'm, I've been trying to stream every day because it's honestly been really fun for me. So you can check me out on um, fb.gg/itscholotolentino, or yeah, you could just search Cholotolentino on Facebook, and the the profile picture is like me as Joker. And then I also have an Instagram that's at cholo underscore tolentino. Uh, yeah, so you can check me out there. I always, always respond to any messages. So if you guys ever need any help with getting into the cosplay industry or community rather, or yeah. starting your first cosplay or even streaming, like I actually just did um, a workshop for the, oh, wow. the the Girl Scouts of the Philippines. There were 200 participants and I was able to give them a workshop on creating community-based events through streaming. So yeah, wow. if you guys ever need help with streaming or starting your own vlog, please do hit me up. I'll I'll share whatever it is that I know, and I hope that's enough to get you started. And uh, what else? Um, at the end of the month, there's gonna be okay. So new normal stuff. Uh, at the end of the month, there's gonna be an online cosplay convention, and it's gonna be oh wow yeah, it's really cool. It's called Fan Fest Online, and it's gonna be happening within Discord. So in Discord they have these rooms and stuff, and my I'm gonna have a booth in it. So I hope that you guys could uh, drop by and say hi to me and my friends. We're gonna be in cosplay as well, and it's gonna be fun. And you can see the artworks of my very 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 talented friends. Uh, they make art, they make stickers, they make commissions. So hopefully you guys can drop by. And um, yeah, it was a uh, nice being a part of this podcast. Thank you so much for Thank having you. me. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chola. Maybe Chola. Just to cap everything, uh, would you just emphasize maybe an advice on someone who's thinking about cosplay or someone who would want to start into cosplay, but like what we said before, 
he's just passionate about it i'm sure there's that mentality of i don't do i have enough time do i have enough budget to put into it or let's say there's also a person who's i want to try cosplay but i'm not so much familiar into anime but I'm into games or things like that. Things like that. What would you say to that person right now who's listening? Oh, uh, well, cosplay is never ever limited to just one thing. You can cosplay anything, really. It could be coming from a game. It could be a toy. It could be a show. It could, it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be like a cartoon. You could cosplay someone from a live action show or basically anybody who inspires you. Cosplaying wow. doesn't... You don't, you know, in the word cosplay, it's just costume and play, right? It doesn't have anything to do with anime in cosplay, right? There's no games in that word either. Cosplaying is just putting on a costume, someone who inspires you. So, could be anybody. You can literally cosplay a fireman, and it still counts as cosplaying because if a fireman really just inspires you and um, and you look up to them, why not, right? And if it helps you get out of your comfort zone, definitely go for it. Also. Um, if you're feeling a little bit um, uh, hesitant, like oh maybe I shouldn't go in, get into it. It's I'm too it's too late for me now. Well, with this whole new normal stuff coming in, everyone is trying their hand in their in a in a creative side of themselves because you know they're stuck at home. I've seen a lot of my friends um, start art pages, start um, painting, make uh, pottery, baking cookies, selling food that they've always cooked their entire lives but never really had the courage to sell. Right? Yes. Same goes for cosplay. If you really want to try to do it. There's no loss. Everyone is honestly right now. Everyone's open to the idea of trying something new. Everyone out there, hopefully, or majority of the people out there, will be cool with you trying out something new. Because you know, more often than not, they're also probably trying something new too. Wow, that's that's a beautiful way to end the podcast. Thank you so much, Cholo, for joining, uh, for accepting. Yeah, this guesting. Wow, dude! Thanks for inviting me. It was, it was I loved it, man. Yeah, that, that that was just inspiring, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. All right, so guys, make sure to follow Cholo and also check out his latest single and watch his stream on Facebook, Instagram, and other platforms. Uh, well, just Facebook and Instagram. I have a Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, and, Twitter. Really and Spotify. You're on Spotify also. Yep, I have music on Spotify. Yes. If you guys want to check it out. All right, so thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man.